Tabletop Unknown. Hello and welcome back to Tabletop Unknown, the show where we play says lesson in RPG games. That was Alien Solitude Lost, everyone. Thank you very much for playing. Boys, how are we feeling? Let's get that pizza out, shall we? I, uh, yeah, oh I God. said I said uh, just off air before um, that I didn't want to point fingers, but the scream in the middle uh, of my lab really fucked us, and it's definitely all Fraser's fault. Um, <laughs> Can I, I just point out something that I heard the first time, and I went, "No, I must." He must have missaid that when I think it was when you died, and then he Fraser said. Died. Yeah, when Fraser died, sorry. Yeah. People can't see me pointing. Brian, Brian died. Um, uh, yeah, Brian died. Fraser, you're still here. It's okay. Um, <laughs> it's safe. Jesse won't oh hurt God. you. <laughs> um, and then freaking Adrian looks Aiden. Up, Aiden, sorry. That's right, buddy. <laughs> so many names. So much stress. Call me Martin. Um, <laughs> no, because you said it out of character. Yes, I and did. And you went, it's okay. You were going to die anyway. Did I? Yes. When did I say that? Listen back, last episode, oh, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He drops you... off. You were going to die anyway. I'm like, what? No. He must mean like I was going to get caught. And then he went and goes to push me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it did all you makes also, sense. Did you, so when did you figure out I was so, an yeah, android? First, first of all, first of all, Aiden was an android from the very beginning. Yes, we I was knew a that synthetic. he was going to be one. Um, so I didn't only, fuck up my He was the maths. only person out of the people involved that was like, ooh. Can I be synthetic? He was the first person. None of you else. I never told any of you that you couldn't be synthetic. I remember, like, at the beginning, you're like, I said that you couldn't. I'm like, look, I don't think you told me, but I know I was a bit of a ring-in because we had a few fall-offs. Yeah. Um, but I also remember reading it and it was like, if you're going to do this, you should probably talk to the party. And I was like, no, nah, too much effort, so I won't even look at that. And then, so there's yeah. two answers here. I was suspicious from quite early on. Because I said something too Because loud. before the game... He's like, I think I've done my math wrong. Yeah. And I saw his sheet. Yeah. And he had a seven. Yeah. So I have Android a seven. That's plus three yeah. to two of your- I had a seven stats. in empathy and a six in strength. And I fooled me. So I'd roll a nine for manipulation and, a, and an eight for close combat and wow. endurance. And then he does, he said he's done his math wrong, but he never corrected it. And I'm like, look, he's maybe got it in his head. Mm. And then, obviously, yeah. all those sus moments you may recall. I do. Oh, when? It definitely <laughs> look. It definitely uh, crossed my my mind. I was I was in I was sort of like in I was in two minds about. It. I was like, maybe he's just being a little sus little scientist. You know, he's a weird guy. Well, I was he's like, Brian's Aiden, best. you've made this very obvious. Like, but I wanted brain, to, I, I wanted it to make it slightly obvious. Yeah, in, yeah. In hindsight, when I said that we used to eat lunch together, and you were like, no, I just sit there. No, well, I just well, like sit and read a book. Yeah, you were just like, like, yeah, I, I'm yeah. like, mm, so doesn't eat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, no, but but they do he eat. Wanted so. to t wanted to take his fucking suit off. So yeah, I don't need it. Mm. So uh, the way this usually goes, I talk about the options that were going to happen throughout the campaign and see what they see how they went. Uh -huh. So pretty much everything that went was correct and fine. Um, so Act One went the same. You bought the thing, asked some questions of Apollo. Um. Yeah, it, it went pretty much by what I expected. You were going to go through that ship, and then the alert was going to go off. I have a question for you. Yeah, if we hadn't used Apollo to look up the stats of like the the life support system, mm -hmm. and we had went there unprepared and then had to come back, would we have come back to the lockdown then, based on travel time? Or um, was that just going to be like you're an idiot, guys, and you would have let us do like a bit of bouncing? <laughs> I probably would have just narrative. 
sense, I would have let you do a bit of bouncing. It's like, oh, you go. Oh, I would have said that the suits were on the shuttle or something like that. So, because yeah. cool. that would have been boring to listen to. Um, act two. So, uh, so the end of Act One was meant to be. Um, State of the ship is badly damaged, acidically burnt, covered in corpses. Reveals to the characters that something else happened here than just the synth going nuts and killing a bunch of people. Uh, a station alert and lockdown goes out from the space station. Act two, the players must work their way back, but not from the main concourse, but to the upper airlock in the lower tower section of the ship. What they see is death and destruction, or maybe a face hugger runs past, or they hear one. They submit their report to Apollo and get more commands to investigate the SIGs and science module. So you guys didn't really ever go back to Apollo, which was fine. I, I, I don't know why I thought you would. Um, yeah, we need money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah. In a normal campaign, yeah. Yeah, that probably the money. happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, the computers have been destroyed and Glid is trying to work the Apollo mainframe. Dr. Alicia Svensson was dead on the floor with a broken back. Uh, I actually changed that pre- prior to today. I just didn't change my notes. Right. So originally she was going to be dead, mm-hmm. just by killed, killed by, by him, and he was yeah. going to say, oh, she was like this when I found her. Right. But no, it was a face hugger on her because there was originally going to be only one, but then I put the extra one on the outside of the ship. On the outside. So, there, so the face hugger that like got sucked into the vacuum? How did the second one get on? I'm so confused by that. Uh, it was on the sh- like it was on the ship, and then you docked your shuttle, and then it got onto oh. your shuttle, and then you went back. So we brought it back. Yep. Huh. And then um, there was the one that was in the box. The and then there was one in the box. Yep. Okay. Um, Glynn had blood on him. None of you did a observation check. He may or may not attack the party depending on how much they get into it, get in his way. The primary lighting fails and the emergency lights come on. As the station goes into lockdown, they hear squelching and gurgling from the corpse of Dr. A as a chestbuster breaks out, which was this bad boy. Ugh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's so good. I loved it. Um, then... Act three, the players kill the chestbuster, hopefully, and we have to make their way out of the station while someone, while something stalks some xenomorph. Players can die in act three. Whatever they decide to do is fine, kill it or survive, etc. The elevator doesn't work. I changed that because I was like, I don't want to fucking walk through the whole fucking building just to get down. Like, let's make it interesting. Um, that was a good, yes. good shake-up. Let us go a couple of floors and then... Yeah, because mm-hmm. I found it more... Like, it was more interesting. It was like, oh, you get that moment of, like, safety, but then it's like, it's not going all the way down to the bottom. Because the xenomorphs were putting eggs in the elevator shaft because it was connected to the vents. Ah. Oh. Um, there was weapons in the marshal's office. He had a 12-gauge shotgun. I was originally planning to put those weapons in there, confiscated, but... You asked about the boxes, and I was like, well, if they thought they were going to be coming up against something, they would have had a gun. I was like, you know what? These are in there. Um, the Apollo mainframe you could have got to um, and taken complete control of the, the of the of the station. And the emergency op center you already knew about was mm-hmm. there. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, Glynn uh, looked to be in his mid-30s. He was a Wayland Utani android. Strength 7, agility 6, wits 4, MP3. 7 health. Um, you know about the alien life form and must get it back to Wayland Utani Lab with it. You should keep it quiet, cover it up. You feel no remorse for your actions. You must do everything you can to save the alien, including sacrificing yourself if need be. Um, you guys I just am- fucking locked out on the strength check because you're an android as well, so you just managed to hold him and yeah. do whatever you fucking wanted. I, I liked say, that, it was that as well. I was like, how the mm. fuck is he yeah, holding that was the this thing. You would, you would hold. Yeah, yeah, he had the strength to rip out a chair and kill someone. But like, like by then, 
it didn't matter. If you knew or didn't know, I already had my orders. And then my orders, by the way. I did send to him. Were this. Uh, capture specimen and Wayland yutani Android data core. Ah. So I needed it. Yep. And so, it is core. You got the interesting, the my one that I felt really excited about writing, which was that everyone dies. <laughs> Someone Good. lives. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, you drift off into a cryogenic slumber, feeling the weight of horrific suffering forcefully alleviate itself from your body. The stress responses of your organic machinations retreat into your deep, hardwired amygdala. A rush of cool, cold atmosphere runs across the surface of your skin as you embrace the safety of slumber, leaving you with a single question as you drift away into the extended sleep. What just moved above me? Oh, wow. Yep. You're going to have something in there. I was going to have... I was just, it was just the implication that maybe something got on your shuttle. Uh-huh. Synthetic lives. <laughs> yeah, baby. Done. You have completed one moment of your task. You have finished. You have finished compulsion. Nothing pushes you violently forward anymore. You have silence. A silence you often dream about if you could dream. Nothing pushing you forward, nothing asking you to finish a task. Complete a directive. In your brief moment of silence, you become what you always wanted. Nothing. Unburdened by conscious remorse or delusions of morality. Jesus, imagine if I just... From Ash, from the first movie. Imagine if I didn't say anything, I just played it so normal, and then I succeeded, and that's what you read out. Mm. Fuck! <laughs> Would've been cool. I just love the idea of like this fucking idiot Brian Holloway ordering the robot around and the robot being like <sighs> Yeah, I was like I was like, Yep. I could rip you in half if I needed to, but Legit. I literally do not need to right now. <laughs> Getting there. Great. Yeah. So I like I would have killed you both. I had a plan if we both if we all three got to the sp- the the station the shuttle and you guys were like, All right, what do we do? Do we like we like kill it like where's the data core i would have 100 percent like taken off and just opened the door killing all three of you oh yeah because you would have been fine alien can live in space so can you so can i marshall can't you can't you can't you're all dead see you later enjoy yourselves that also was that was the thing i didn't actually have uh ending for Everyone live like everyone lives. There's a couple of fucking really unlucky rolls. You like you roll the sixty one, and you're like, okay, you're gonna die no matter what. That's Next what I turn. meant. That's what I meant by that. By the way, but he's gonna die because he had his jugular was seeping yeah, out. I, even liquids. if you. Even if he missed would have the, had to get yeah. me in the next turn, it just, it wasn't going to happen. No, nah, no. Nah. I was. Fu- I, though, like, I think that's a great a- cover up you've seen. <laughs> <They did a fucking, laughs> I wish it really wasn't. They did a fucking great job of making that xenomorph like. Yeah, fucking oh. stay awake. If you all had one of those guns, you could have taken it out in a fucking turn, right? Really? Right. Yeah, yeah, how yeah. Much, how much damage did, did I do to it? You did three out of eight. How m- okay. Oh, really? It's only, got eight, only has two more health points than me? Yeah. Well, I guess, but I mean, that's a lot. But it, it does have like an armor quality <laughs> and that gun specifically is armor piercing. Right. It also and, has can attack a million times a turn. And also the fact that if you were to do it engaged, every time you heard it, it hurts you. Huh. Yeah. Like, hence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, hey, I was like, you, you were in engaged when you established it was right fucking there because it tried to attack you. I can't believe it missed on the 12 dice. It didn't hit you once. was amazing. That's As I said, the, uh, which, the actual- which would have made a really cool story if you then survived after he, after Synthetic tried to kill you and you're limping. Because, like, like, cinematically, yeah. you're limping to the airlock and you fucking close the door. You limp to the next one. You close that door. He rips through the doors as he's I coming. You get heard. to the thing. You shoot off and it's, like, standing there, ripping through the uh-huh. airlock. Like, that would have been so cool, but mm. it's also- like you were get, of course you were going to die. You were shot in the leg. Maybe if he didn't shoot you in the leg, you would have lived. I should have shot him in the head, 
but I didn't want to kill him. I because wanted, then it I wanted to use wrecking. him for yeah, yeah, yeah. the target. Yeah. Oh, God, I shouldn't have pushed him. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our first question for this, uh, for you all, and I'll answer these as well, but we'll start, we'll start with you, Aiden. First question is, how does this game represent the world and intellectual property of Alien? How do you feel like it does represent it well? Um, yeah, I think it does. I think there are bits and pieces where it gets bogged down in a little bit of annoying, you know, rules or, we or can, ideas, we can talk which about that we'll talk, talk about, about later. Yeah. But um, I think as far as, like, setting up, especially cinematic mode, which, again, we'll talk about later, um, give you a really good, like, tool, like, uh, just a really good tool set as a DM, I think, to, to make something really cool and it's not this was like think of it objectively we didn't do anything do you know what i mean like mm. go on the ship oh okay it's on the other ship all right okay oh god that guy's unwell and then we go back to my lab and there's the alien like we didn't there was no grand quest like you would do on a dnd no dungeon crawl or anything we didn't go and kill a bazillion people we we did plenty but like you know what I mean? Like it wasn't yeah, like yeah. we didn't actually do much as characters. Well, that's the thing. You look at you look at the original movie, Alien. And they don't fucking do anything. Yeah, pretty much the same. All it is is interpersonal struggle, mm -hmm. which is fucking excellent. Which yeah. is what I was hoping would happen naturally. Yeah. And we sort of avoided it a little bit by not like spelling out like our like rivals and shit like that. I think which depending. I think was fine because we sort of all chose that in between each other yeah. anyway to make it more interesting and listenable. So in that in the rule set, it does say that in a cinematic mode, the DM should create yeah. characters for everybody, and, and we I'll just talk pick about right that in a moment as well. Um, so we can talk about that later. But I think maybe that would add more if mm. you're like, all right, you do this and you do that, and you two are best friends, and you blah blah blah. You have more of strings to pull, but you definitely definitely capture that essence of silence and scariness of yeah. Alien, for sure. Jordan, do you um, feel that this system captures what the movies do, or is similar? Uh, based on the fact that you were like, hey, if you haven't seen the movie, watch the movie. And I had seen the movie, so I watched the movie anyway today. <laughs> and I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. And it was, as you said, we didn't do anything in uh -huh. theory. Like, it's not like we had to go... We didn't kill Xenomorph. Yeah, we. I had no victories, and I've had a great time. Mm -hmm. Normally, when you go, like, if you play D and D, and you're like, "Hey, you're gonna go fight the dragon," then the dragon bites each one of your heads off, which is kind of what happened this session. No, uh -huh. you'd be like, "Oh, that was a bit yeah, legit." You all died from the same yeah. attack. Whereas at this moment, I'm gonna be. On you. I know I'm. I'm gonna be talking about this for a while, right? Yeah, now. Mm -hmm. So no, I think it delivers exactly what you're actually aiming for. Um, again, when we get to mechanics, there's a bit of boggling, but mm -hmm. not Fraser. Yeah, I think I agree with what with the sentiment for, so far. It, I think it really does sort of. Um, capture the 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 tension build up, you know, even just us like kind of sort of figuring our way through the rules and everything. Like, even though we're still sort of being like, how does everything work? We were still really able to like, and um, that's partially as well. Thank you to your storytelling that you built up the the, the tension really well. So when like when the Xenoverse arrived, I never felt, I don't think I ever felt like I was a I was a boss at anything. You know, like, yep. and I feel like I rolled, and we'll get in, I'm sure we'll get into it later, but I feel like I rolled my character, like, kind of min maxi, not like too sort of, you know, not too role play. You know, I was, I was pretty specific about, like, what it is my character did. Mm -hmm. And 
I still didn't feel like there was like a guaranteed success. It's not like when you roll a new character in D&D and it's like, oh, I've got 18 int and I'll just fucking Uh pass every fucking check. It's like even when I rolled with um, my specialty, it was still, even even with the stress mechanic, it's like you can still succeed and not, and still it cascade into fucking Multiple chaos. Multiple times I rolled nine d six and didn't succeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just fucked. You're like, yeah. you've um, got to be fucking kidding me. Nine, try uh, seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What you were rolling at the end there? You nine stress seven- for the medicine, uh, the medic check that I used on you. Yeah. Uh, eight plus nine. Yeah, seventeen. Fuck. And I got, I think one success. Yeah, we both yeah, we matched. Both got one. Yeah, we matched, which meant no one succeeded. Yeah, can't believe that. But like. You know, mm-hmm. I, yeah, as far as uh, working with the system and working in cinematic play, in just to DM, DMing this game, I was like, oh, I'm fucking freaking out. Like, I started to freak myself out, like, watching what you guys were doing, especially towards the end when some people were dying. I was, like, freaking out. I was uh. feeling that. And I, and I I was in control, in quotation marks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, even I was feeling stressed and like anxious about what was going on. So I think, yeah, this game's fucking excellent at doing yeah. the alien thing. This, this and if I would have, if we would have played again, especially like you just you can fucking die like that. Mm-hmm. Like you, like you know, not that we've been sitting on these characters for months on end or anything, but you know, like I've made the character over a course of a week. I sat down, if you know, done all yeah. the thing, thought about it, and then it's just like boom, one turn gone. It's 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 wild. And it's yeah. not even one turn. It's not even the Xenomorph turns around and kills you. You're like, all right, fuck this. I'm going to finally yeah. do something. And you essentially kill yourself. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Gruesome. I think it's as, mo- as gruesome as The Witcher, you know? Like, that was that game. Yeah. Really easy to die in as well. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, and I, pretty rough. the thing I like about this, the, the book, it says that you can, with the cinematic modes, and again, we might go into that in a moment, but that you can kind of do either either and it's actually uh, video Jesse actually sent me to kind of give me a rundown they're like you can, a lot of the book is actually about not dealing with aliens yeah they say this, don't, this is the don't thing. include them yeah yeah, yeah. They, for campaign play it's like if you're going to use like you use it once yeah do because, not bring it in early no and I'm I can ima- can you imagine playing 10 sessions right yeah. and then like you get all these characters and then we do what I just did then right yeah. except you guys are coming up to that station and it's alerted and it's going off yeah. and like you come across a xenomorph yeah. and if it roll like there's one thing where it's just like it l- fucking leaps if it at you hits you you're dead yeah so it's like one xenomorph is your bbeg for a campaign play and there that wasn't even like a major xen like that was like, like the queen or anything is that wasn't the, a queen is the queen in the book yeah yeah the they're book. all in there's the book there's a queen praetorian and then one other thing and then it alludes not only that but the book alludes to uh emperors uh, emperor xenomorphs and then also like it gives you the black fluidy substance from the covenant from Pre- yeah. prometheus stuff yeah, so, to, to make, make your make own aliens, aliens. Oh, yeah. Neat. yeah so it's fucking fascinating anyway um hey yes positives we'll, we'll do positives and we'll go through do negatives what we didn't like so what did what did you like the most if you could choose one thing about this system what would you what would you say you liked the most this answer is going to be and my attempt to be simple but it just isn't cinematic mode is amazing I think it's a great idea for a uh, for a game I think it's a great idea specifically for this game yeah because your characters can die so much I feel like this is I would I would happily use this as a palate cleanser 
for our D&D group. Mm, yeah. Like I actually had the thought of we should play this with our people, mm, right? Mm. Because it's just a different way. We can do this same thing. You know, it's just a different idea for one shop. So the idea of cinematic mode is amazing. I like the fact that people can die straight away because it makes you think. In D&D, I want to attack everything all the time because I'm not really going to die. Well, I might. I could get down, I could get back up. There's a lot of healing, there's a lot of stuff. But in this, if I'm down, I'm dead, right? So that's really good. The stakes are much higher, and now having played it, I understand that. I was, can I just add to that real yeah. quick? And that's, I had a whole bunch of shit to effectively save lives. Yeah. None of that is helpful when in that when fight. None of that is helpful when there's a xenomorph right yeah. there. Yeah, like, if I fell down a cliff, sure, you could we help were, me. I was going to say, or if we were fighting a bunch of people and I could drag someone behind cover. Yep. Or in the situation if that we, we got to the escape, for example, somehow you weren't evil and trying to kill us all and you picked him up and ran to the ship with me and we got on the ship, yeah. could save him. Yep. But in a fight, you have nothing. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's, you can't just chuck a healing word at someone. Exactly. And they get back up. I also love the idea of, uh, I mean, it's, I'm biased, but I really like the idea of a synthetic having its own ideas being just mm. hidden in plain sight. I mean, I wasn't quite so hidden in plain sight because I wanted people to understand that there was something a little weird, just to, something a little off. But you could play him very easily you as just a, him as normal like a normal guy. And then right? Like, like, right when it matters, you My came. original idea was to play him as a roughneck and be like the engineer and just be like, all right, he's strong, I guess. Yeah, he's you just know a rough I mean? and tumble dude. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. I get the directive and I'm like, well, fucking let's go. I was going to say, even in like a session or even a campaign, it would actually be really cool to play one with no objective at this point. Correct. And then at some point you just get a message from the DM and you're like, well, and sorry, that's, and everyone. That's, exactly, <laughs> that's kind of like when you it's watch- exactly what they want to do. Yeah, and in Alien, it's like, right, when you that yeah. movie went at- Like, it's just like a fucking switch flips in Ash yep. and he just goes mm. fucking mental. And that's because he gets updated orders from Mother and it's just like, oh, wow. He, yeah, he was like a- no, He was a fucking weird, but he was normal. It was it's, just a guy. Yeah, yeah. He was just exactly. a guy. Exactly. It was a bit of a- like a it was only once they, they, once they saw yeah. the ship and he was just like- Never seen anything like that before. Yep. And yeah. we're off. Yeah, um, exactly. Jordan, favourite part of the system? Um- I think it still needs a bit of tweaking in some regards, but the stress system. Mm. I think if it wasn't for the stress system, I wouldn't have been actually stressed. We, as much as we're joking, we're having a lot of laughs. That's what happens when you play any tabletop. If it's if it's going good, obviously. Yeah. But genuine, like, yes, I had a bunch more chances of succeeding. But every time I had more chances of succeeding, I had a chance of ruining my entire life and you everyone guys, around me. You guys not really looking at him. anyone in particular. You hit him a lot. <laughs> you hit him a lot. Yeah. You hit ones a lot. Yeah. It's so co- it was a way, wildly common. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, and one in six the, chance to hit. No, I was going to say the irony being that, as I said, with the one in ten dice, once you got to ten dice, you've got an eighty-three percent chance of succeeding. Which means we've once you get to ten dice of stress, you've got an eighty-three percent chance of hitting that on your stress anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's a good and point. Sorry, it actually it goes up both ways. So you've yeah. you know by halfway through, you've got like a 60 percent chance of succeeding. Mm. And something that I found interesting from our perspective. Those who had stress, yeah. we didn't push. No. Can you imagine if we had pushed once? No, there wasn't a single push. If I had pushed even twice, I would have been at 10 stress before we even made it down the stairs. And even then, I'm pretty sure 10 stress, you break, you become broken, and then you yeah. roll on the crit table. Yeah, you, like g- you get hurt. Yeah. yeah. Or I, you become catatonic. It's one of yeah. the- Yeah, no, it's got its own panic chart, I think, which is yeah. even smaller than the crit. Yeah, yeah it's pretty similar. Bad. But yeah, the, uh, the stress table, I actually- playing it, I was like, I may have to figure out a way of implementing this into like my homebrew. It's a really cool idea. 
I did feel I feel I felt a little cheated. I felt like I cheated myself not being able to roll stress dice because mm. it was just cool. It's just that other element. Yeah. yeah, Fraser, favorite part? Yeah, I think I'd have to agree. I think the stress system. I think it's the thing that stands out and kind of is the main contributor to, to building that that tension and that anxiety throughout the build of the of the story. Because you're right. Like every time you do everything, every time you do anything, you're like, "Fuck, can I actually?" <laughs> handle this am i going to survive this role and it's like i'm seriously sitting there being like well how like almost how important is it that i that i do it and i guess Mm. that's kind of where you sort of clash a little bit in terms of like as a player versus as like a role player where like as a player you sort of have that meta knowledge to be like oh what's like the most what's the smartest thing for me to do to not cascade this into fucking chaos Mm. uh, and Mm. avoid doing roles and i think if you're at that point where you're like "Mm, i don't know if it's worth me doing a skill check then it's like maybe the system's not quite working but the fact that it was just like (laughs) a moment of like just a mundane moment of manipulate uh, attempted manipulation just to convince me that the, that the sus guy would made sus, you just fucking scream, scream out loud, called the and then just called the Xenomorph and just like the it just went fucking downhill from there, like instantly. I think That's I think because no, it wasn't making its perception checks on, yeah, you. like it was rolling eight to try and like find you, and then like the first one didn't didn't get it, and I was yeah. like, until there's something that's actually going to make it search for you again, yeah, I'm not going to make it roll. And then fire. the scream, I was like, well, I'm going to roll for that. Yeah. And I actually love it because even contextually, yes, we used to scream as if you know shocked, but yeah. it could have just been a what? Yeah, 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 yeah even something like it could have been what? Yeah, and like, I feel like in in a like in a storyline and in, in a movie, because that was what I, in my brain, I was like, I am writing my own alien movie. Yeah. yeah. What I was trying to achieve with the, and cinematic play, it's literally called cinematic. Uh-huh. So like that, for me, like if I could go back and change it, I would have been like, yeah, you just go, what the fuck are you talking about? Or yeah. something like that, not like I, scream. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, I think that moment definitely would have, like watching that, I can picture that sitting that in a cinema, watching that and watching that character and be like, fucking that Brian character is such a fucking. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. Such a fucking idiot. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think the stress system definitely is the thing that sort right. of stands out. Cinematic play for me. I think it's yeah. I think it's really cool. I think it's like concise. I just wish that the cinematic play was space for you to make your own character, which is what we did. Because yeah. I was like, well, I don't want to just like a huge character sheet. We was like, you know, I want to do guys to like learn, and also creating a character helps you learn the system. So, um, I think yeah, it's interesting though because like in in some ways I think it's it's nice that. With the fragility, I mean, yeah, with like the frigid, the fragility of the characters, right? The fact that they can sort of die at a moment's yeah. notice. I think, in some sense, yeah, I agree. Like, it, maybe it would be fine just to sort of be handed a character, being told like, "This is your best friend. This is who you don't like." Off your trot. A hundred percent, I would like that. If yeah, I think in like cinematic play, I think if we were going to do like a longer campaign, yeah, I yeah. think I'd probably actually now now that you say it, it would make dying feel less shit as a player because like yeah it would be cool and interesting but like you were handed this character you don't have any emotional ties to it you just want to see if you can win you can give us the right directives you guys work as a team you do not work like you just give us exactly what you want so that we're railroaded in the best possible way yeah that's a good point in saying that though I think the fact that we created the characters I I made Nick very very quickly and I was emotionally attached. I'm like, I want him to survive. Yeah. I and had you know like, and, I had and even narrative the backstory that I gave to Jesse, and I was yeah. like, this is his motivation. And the what? cool thing about that as well, and we, you can find these little plot lines in these stories. 
you were like, I don't want to ever kill anyone. I don't want to hurt anyone anymore. Like, and in like, Fraser, I'm sure you'll probably have a more elegant way of saying this. Like, in theory, you hadn't sinned because of that. And like, you were like, no, I have morals. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be a bad person. Like, in theory, you could have been the one to survive and you did get the closest. And like, narratively- Like as a character and a character arc and like those devices and Fraser telling me I'm full of shit or not, no, but no, like no, that's, that's, like that's a thing. Like you didn't you root for them, like, yeah, you, and like that's a thing. Like you 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 root for that character, and it's like at some level it's sort of like it was you know it's funny that like it, this is the great sort of science fiction sort of franchise to push that sort of moral system that absolutism of like i'm not going to kill anything and then it's like well there's an android is it alive Meh. you know moral gray area like that's a fun that would yeah. be like a fun little moment that especially like in the context of like an alien film you yeah sort of, like, you can actually like sort of maybe peel it out into like a more like you'd have like obviously time in between to sort of like let that breathe um and if you know some someone who shall not be named fucking makes a noise and <laughs> cascades the entire process into a it is wild death, how yeah. the repercussions of one moment yeah, yeah. that's amazing it but definitely yeah. it definitely highlights yeah, again with this the panic system the stress system that like yeah rolling is i think it says it i think it says it explicitly in the rulebook that like rolling is meant to be like a big deal. Yeah. Like and maybe I did throw a bit too many rolls at you because I did feel at points I was like, oh, I'm going to stress for this, stress for this, stress for this. But, but it's also like you no, got to- no, no. but you wanna, It was perfect. <laughs> but you want to do stuff. Yeah, you do. You know, yeah. that's the thing. And like it, it kind of, it, it it's, I mean, that's the double-edged sword. Like as a player, if like you're sitting there and it's just sort of like, we're just kind of talking and you're not really using the skills, then all that skill stuff must kind of feel somewhat redundant. Yeah, If good like point. the most- I wasn't yeah. in saying that though. I think it would depend on the the DM yeah. in regards to that as well. Sure. You had us rolling appropriately in a situation which escalated correctly. Mm. If this okay. was someone who was just like, roll for this, and you're in town and just you're slowly having a mental breakdown while trying to shop for like, you know, <laughs> Supply. yeah, yeah, supplies sure. for the day, and by the end of it, you're like, yeah, don't touch me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty straight. Go and shop and give me stress. <laughs> it can't be stressful. Aiden, what yes. did you dislike the most about the system? <clears throat> I took notes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I said, no, number of dice is annoying. Yep. For God's sake, just get a D12. What the fuck? Why am I rolling <laughs> nine? Why am I rolling nine D6? Mm. Even, like, stop it. Even then, if they simplified the stunts as if it was based on your level perk, for example, yep. and then instead of having you roll a billion dice, roll 1D100 and your percentage increases based on the chart. I've given you a chart that tells you if you succeed by X or Y or Z. Yeah. If you push forward, you just go, all right, D100, I'm meant to succeed on 60, but I'm now pushing, so I now get 70. Yeah. But then I think you'll find that that, that again, is a whole nother dice system that you are now creating, whereas this, they were like, we've got D6s, what can we do? We're, we're, we're deciding to only use D6s, and even with the rolling a D10 for initiative, they're like, you have a deck of cards for initiative. Mm, yeah. They give you. So it's like only D6s was their plan. You can see that when they do the D66 11 to 66 table. Yeah. yeah. They clearly right. want it. Just, it, just, just, it just seems if you don't have 20 D6 at your disposal at all times, it seems like you spend a lot of time rolling. And so, for example, we're in cinematic play and it's like, um, okay, the alien's there. And you're like, what do you do? And you're like, um, I want to shoot at it. And you're like, okay, roll. And it's like, well, all right, cool. I have to roll. Those and then those. And now then my panic. Those ones. Yeah. And then okay, I'm gonna. Okay, now and some more. And he just fucking roll in his batches, and it kind of sacks the moment. So Plus, that was one yeah. number so of dice. Level one at this point. You haven't even leveled up. Anything. Exactly right. <laughs> so that's number of dice is annoying. Um, there, I said medical check. There's no like 
can I just do a sort of perception check or meditation? I know there's an observation, but like, I don't really know. I wasn't a big fan of that. Panic and success is maybe not it. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you panicking and succeeding? Yeah, I found it hard to justify. So a couple of times, if you're at the computer, you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. That makes sense. But a couple of times you're like, I'm trying to manipulate you. Right, and then you have a panic attack, and you drop to the floor. I shouldn't <laughs> yeah, yeah, believe yeah. you. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're like, oh no, trust me, there isn't any fuel. <laughs> right, it doesn't. <laughs> you imagine? I want to yeah. see that. I, I want to see that. Right. Movie, I was say, yeah. <laughs> this is exactly his persuasion. Hey, you tell us everything, or else. Now let me. Because I'm not afraid of you right now. Yeah. Hide behind this wall with my exactly. big gun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's like, thing. I just yep. want to clarify. I, I, and and just behind the curtain here, Aiden and I have not recorded the rules breakdown yet. <laughs> we haven't. Right. Which is the first episode we release. Okay. So they, the audience would have already listened to it by this point. But we're going to record that at some point during the week. Can you retroactively... When when it's discovered that we fucked it up, can you just retroactively be like, we didn't play like this? Well, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. even because I don't even think it says that in there that we. Well, this is to- a thing. Like, I'm not sure. I'm sure it says somewhere in the rules about failing a stress and rolling a it's panic. It's like a six hundred page document. Yeah, it's, it's a not. It's not. Ridiculous. It's like how much? It's four hundred. It's, like, it's a still a lot it's of. A, it's a beefy it's, book. It's a fucking decent amount of fucking. No shit. bigger than D and D though. But like D and D is probably a more comp. Like it. Like, that's right. But D and D is more accessible. In saying, yeah, that, are we talking the the DMG or the players guide? The players guide includes also a billion spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. But like, I guess in D and D, it's like, all right, cool. You want to do this? There are your things. Roll that one dice and add that modifier to it, yeah. right? In this, it's like, oh, you want to succeed? Sure. Also, if you panic, okay, cool. You could be catatonic. If you're catatonic, do you succeed? So that was an that was an that was really pissing me off a bit. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting, and you'll know this, Jordan. Um, it's very similar to the Star Wars Fantasy Flight uh, mm. system, where you have um, crit- like the critical failures and the triumphs. Ha- you can have a triumph and a critical failure in the same role. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. So it's and it's really hard for the DM to sort of justify that because yeah, it's like, yes, you it. succeed critically, but also there is something that makes you there's something terrible that happens as a as a result or as a cost or it's have, really difficult. So sorry, go on. No, I just have one more. Yeah, no reactions. Mm. I didn't like it because I wanted to use and this is personal. I wanted to use my reactions to stop people from hurting the xenomorph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't my turn. I was going to say, technically, based on how I read Command, you could. As a... Because Command was like, you can do this to interrupt or stop someone's panicking. So, therefore, in theory, you could potentially use it that way, but it isn't That's explicitly right, but if you're not panicking, so, like, Fraser's attacking it, I didn't want him to be able to attack it. I wanted to jam the gun just like we saw the android or we heard the android yeah. do to the last the gun the last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to f- shove my hand in there. Mm. Bang, by the way, I'm a synthetic. Don't fucking hurt that thing. Let's run. That was my plan. Yeah. Right, man. we just got to run. Although I do want to say you were never told not to hurt it. You were told to get a to capture a specimen. That's right, but I just but I Aiden thought Mm. Sure. Capture a specimen, specimen, sure. I Their face hug is great, but what if I can get that? I, I yeah, think you sure. can also you could super justify it from like the from just being nitpicky yeah, from yeah. the robot's perspective. It's like, well, there are two, and two is probably better, better than, than one. one. Yeah, that's yeah. So mathematically, oh, yeah, you know, like you don't give a shit about your own life. You're not weighing up the the cost to life ratio. You know, you're just trying to succeed. Don't in whatever. hurt it. Let yeah. me get it back yeah. on the ship. 
right? Yeah, and I think yeah, that sort of made combat feel combat a bit was a little stun- clunky. Yeah, a bit yeah. clunky because of that, and it made it made your actions feel a little too precious. In that, like, because yep. you don't have reactions, there's not things that you can sort of, like, little, even just little things to do in between turns. Is and again, like, I've, I feel like maybe there was somewhere mm-hmm. that we might have missed that's like, you can use a fast action on someone else in real, into in, potentially, like, save yeah. a fast action. Or yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Turn, yeah. Anyway, those are my gripes. Right. Jordan. Dice. Honestly, I really enjoyed the system. I, I've played, a, as I said at the beginning, I've played a few tabletops. I mainly focus on 5A. Um, the dice, it's too many. At, be- at the beginning, it's not too bad. Like you know, but when your stress starts five, getting to ten, and I think eight dice is, is what I started off with for one of my things. Yeah, mm-hmm. eight dice is still a lot to roll every time I did anything of substance of my character, but it's not massive compared to everything else I was rolling anyway. Seventeen dice for one of those last rolls is silly. A lot. Although, and if I was on ten, it literally becomes eight, uh, eighteen. Although I will say the most amount of dice you rolled was at the climax of the cinematic mm. experience. So but that's, I think the issue I have with that is then it takes away from it. Like, sure. There was okay. a moment I literally was like, oh, I'm about to do a thing. Give me two seconds. This is what I'm saying. Roll. It's a no. Can I borrow Roll. two dice, please? Oh, do you know what? Can I just have all your dice, please? Fact, I'm going to need a couple other dice, please. Sure. The fact that it's a constantly changing number yeah. as your stress right. goes up and down, even just that. And then that's not even including when it's like, well, I commanded you, you get a plus one, you're helping me, so I get yeah. another one. Yeah. And, it's like, and we, yep. d- we did read that. We just sort of decided on the fly that we were going to interpret that as an extra dice roll. Which yeah. I'm pretty certain that it was. It pretty certain it was. Which again, again means that in circumstances like, let's say again, max stress, doing my best roll at this point first level, and you two helped me, I'm rolling 20 D6s. D6s. Yeah. Yeah. Which the reality is probably all of us are a little bit of dice goblin and have a lot of extra dice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we but do. The average but person just, does not. I still in terms of didn't have I, that even, many. Even when you buy a pack of D6s, you only get 12 in them. Yeah. Right? If you buy one of the little d- dice boxes that have yeah. just D6s, it's 12 I, usually. I legitimately would like... I was, I've been joking about it before, along the way, but I would legitimately like to know what the quantity is that they sell the alien brand. Yeah, because they do like... A, because if j- they don't give you 100, <laughs> they're, they're really... This fun. is the thing. I was rolling with the... All the Xenomorph shit is like... It's like 10, 10, dice. Di- 10 or 12 dice. That was a lot. Like, it was, was a lot. Ro- using it with the Lucky. dice roller. Lucky you were. Because that would have yeah. been yeah. Yeah. Would just and they, Why I said, I'm like, you could swap it out to a D100. I know you said the system's been built around D6s, mm. but technically only two things have actually been built around the D6, which is your panic table and your- Success fact. And yeah. No, not even that technically, because oh, yeah, yeah. you could replace it with the percentage system what they've already given you. Yeah, true. The, um, the critical, critical chart. Yeah, the crit chart. Which again could have been a. You could just add a few more options or split them out, like you know, uh, spread them out across larger numbers, sixty-four to sixty-six. Yeah, make the make the less important ones more. Sure. I think as far as accessibility goes, like I'm trying to think about this from the perspective of someone who's like, like if you had great introduction to tabletop, I, I think in that sense it might be a bit less it might be a bit less overwhelming if you're like a complete newbie and you're like I have to go out and buy like my own like set of D20 or whatever it's sort of like everybody has six sided dice at home everyone's got everyone's got Monopoly you know you can get them from all your other games Uh not that that's not that that is ideal in any way shape or form that doesn't it's just kind of like that it's it's a double edged sword because like it is a lot first first time 
D, uh, uh, D&D player when you're like, all right, grab me your, your D12, your D4, your D8, and your D1, D20. You're like, what are you saying? Right <laughs> Do you mean the square one? Yeah, I want the triangle. <laughs> Give me the fucking pyramid. <laughs> Give me the weirdly almost ball one. Give me the one that's got hexagons. You're like, I was going to say, my oh, favorite this is, is, a, this is a 12 sided dice, not a D20. Yeah. Like, that's a my favorite was asking someone to give me the diamond like dice. And because that for me is, is a the D8. D8, is the D8, right? Yeah. And every time, every time, I pick up D10. the D10, yep. and I'm like, "Look, I understand where you're looking at it, but yeah. but you're wrong. I can't explain yeah. how you're wrong." So yeah, you can see why they'd use a six. But personally, I mean, yeah. just use the D12. Just like, just say, in this instance, use a D12. Like, or, or maybe we should have just used D12s. But then you're kind of a little bit. I fucked don't know what you again. think a D12. Why a D12? Because that two D12 can give you the same thing as two D6s. But it, do you know no, what I mean? The percentage is different. Though. That's right. Say, this is what I mean. Just, just like there's something you can do there. Yeah. Okay. The main yeah. again, the main counter I'd give to that though is they already involve a D10. I know you said they've got cards options for that, but what they say though is that if you don't have the cards, use a ten, use a D10. Yeah. And but and what that is a, actually is like when you're rolling, there isn't any same number because you're drawing a deck of yeah. tens. But so you can also say, swap in theory the then. You could just swap yeah. the whole thing out to a deck of cards. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, I think I kind of like, it would have been nice to sort of play with that. The cards sort of make it, sort of make, add to that sort of like uh, uh, tactical experience. I yep. think if you're sort of thinking about sort of like, if it's just kind of like, I'm next and there's like a physical card and because there is a rule that you can like swap initiative with someone. Oh, it's you your can? turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I read it in there. Oh, the, yes, yes, yes. If it's your turn, yeah, it's like I think it's a field. It's like a, it might be an officer's thing. I don't. Yeah, know. it's like, I but it's it like is. there's like a system where if it's like if it's your turn and you can communicate with them, be it like over the comms or like they, they're in earshot of you, you can give them your initiative yeah. or swap initiative with them. Um, and so I kind of like that from like a physical yeah, media kind of yeah. standpoint. Like it's not really the same when, mm-hmm. if you think about it, when we just roll the dice, it's just kind of like you get a number and it's just kind of like you're assigned an order where, and like trying to sort of do that in your head and keep track of that might be a bit kind of weird. So the fact that there's like that added layer that, we would probably only really more come into effect if you were sort of in a firefight against other humanoids, I think, in a yeah. game like this. Um, not, I mean, I guess it could, but, like, we, we just understand, like, again, I sort of going back to what I was saying about, like, your actions feeling quite precious, it was very much just, like, it was, like, cool, I run, and then I run again. Yeah. Because it's just, like, that's all you can fucking do. And also, do. that was futile anyway. I was yeah. just, just thinking now, was there any way we could have gotten away from that? Because well, it yes. followed us yes. your, everywhere. Your android, your synthetics choices, in theory, doom for, for the most part, percentage wise, as far as a like a like a chance of survival, dramatically tanked. No, no, of no. I mean, was there a chance once it started chasing us? Was there any way in this game that we could have lost it? Yes. Because it was so was much say, faster and so far so does, targeted onto us. Can, does, I, does the, can I take a guess here? Mm-hmm. A stealth check. Yep. A stealth stealth check. Um, it or my based on based on if it rolls a one, it doesn't do anything and it assesses what's going on. Right. And if you get out of line of sight for it on a one, so that's you can super all just RNG then. Can you like one in, you, it's one in six. But can, can yeah. You, can you scare it with like the flamethrower? Yes, you can. Okay. Yes, was, you can. I mean, you can hold it at bay with fire. Yeah, and that I was, was one of its special rules. I was and no one, of, no one used the fire. I was thinking uh. about that, but I had the guy. I was like, but I mean, this is the the. I mean, the meta sort of 
Also, actually, and I will say, I will, I, I will say that was probably my fault because of the list of stuff that you got from Glenn. Yeah, I didn't mention anything about fire, and I probably should have. Oh, yeah. Right, because oh, that you the, found it on the ship, and they would have used it against the face hugger. Because the empty canister, yeah. Because like, I mean, there was enough stuff. That we, there was enough stuff coming. That we should have figured it out. That I thought he about, it, and it's in the movies. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind, it was in my brain, but in that sort of like, in that sort of role play character moment where I'm just holding this big fuck off gun, yeah. and my best friend is being cornered. Or like yeah. you know, it's been separated. Yeah. I was just sort of like, "Fuck it!" Like, let's. It's time to unload. Yeah, as and opposed to like in saying that, I actually rate that. Like, I think that's the case. I think no matter how well equipped you are, your brain at that moment, you had a gun fight. in your hand. Yeah, exactly. Go. Like, I'm not gonna like. That's a bit too like. And that's it. I didn't want to. You're not I, gonna put it away. I, mean, I didn't want to hurt it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not gonna take the flamethrower, and, and he doesn't hurt things. Yeah. He's not gonna take the flamethrower. So just our three characters were. A, a it mix was, of bad mm, but yeah. the flame, but the flamethrower. I, I, I thought about the flamethrower for a little while because yeah. I knew that because it's such an iconic thing in the second film with Sigourney Weaver, like with the um makeshift flamethrower. Uh-huh. Oh, no, yeah, it's in the first one. It's in the first one yeah. yeah, and they're just sort of like yeah, keeping it at bay. Um, I probably should have like. I mean, again, it's like metery, but like you pick up on that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, just goes back to saying how fucking yep. strong the xenomorphs are. Yeah, which again I think is. Amazing. Yeah, I don't think I've yeah. felt that fear in any game. Oh yeah, it was it was terrifying. It was very clear. I was afraid. And it I was, was terrifying, and I have to say, the sound effects really helped. Thank yeah. you. They there were, were a couple of times where it was like the music like synced up like fucking perfectly. Yeah, it was really spooking me. Was it was really. Sp- I was ge- all, all I was boys. genuinely spooked. So can we just take a quick moment just to? Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. And you know, for, I was really stressed out with this system. I was not having a good time working on it. And then last night. I just was, I sat down and I was like, I have three hours right now to do this. And I sat down and I did it. I was, and as soon as, and you know what it was? I was like, how the fuck? Like, I can't Ridley Scott this and put five minutes of silence at the start. Mm. Why is space scary? And then I started writing shit down about why space was scary. And then I did that weird opening monologue about how humanity reaching for the stars and all that bullshit. And that's what got this thing. Cause the, that, the moment you start thinking about why space is scary that from a DM perspective, that is why that is how you get the horror of this game. Yeah. And it felt very in tone. It felt very like in line with the the sort of themes and like the tone of the films. Like I wouldn't be surprised if like that was like that could have been an official material. Like the shit that you wrote. Right. Like Thanks, absolutely man. you could have just chucked it in there and I'd be like, yeah, great. Yeah. Can, can I just jump back for a moment as well, just in regards to things I'd have liked about the system? As much as I hated as many dice as we needed, I don't know how much you guys spent researching like reading the rules. I think collect as a whole from the moment I was invited to play to the moment I started playing, I think I maybe only spent 30 minutes reading the rules. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. We probably could have done a lot better with some things because we would have known them better, but like in the sense of knowing all my mechanics and where to find them and how to read them and what to do with them, 30 minutes, maybe 45. So if anyone okay. was wanting to throw together a really quick campaign, the DM just needs to know the story. Mm. Even when we had a moment to pause for a quick read of the rules that Jesse mentions earlier, again, it's... I think he spent like three minutes and he just didn't want silent hair. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like we spent like half so an hour. Yeah. Did we ask you what you didn't like the most? Oh, I mean, I, I, I think we've said it. I but. think I pretty much just echo the sentiments of everyone else. I mean, right. I think I think I've talked about how I think like I could sort of see what they're going for in terms of too many dice. Yeah. I can sort of see what they're going for. Simplicity. They're trying to make it just sort of like, yeah, pick up and play. Like you don't have to 
fucking go teach buy you, dice. Yeah, yeah, teach your grandkids about like what a d twenty is. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you can just kill them with the xenomorph. Yeah, just yeah. kill them. Yeah, uh, and and I and I and I like that. As it's sort of like it comes with its negatives, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool. definitely derails like the the tension that is real that they build up so well mm-hmm. because you're constantly just being like, well, how many fucking dice? <laughs> yeah, great. Especially I could. I was trying to pretend that I was rolling fucking yeah, exactly. Things, pre- and I was like, that was the other. That was the other thing that I. The things I didn't like, I didn't like how there was no concrete way of the game being like, because the game is like, you don't have to, you can be upfront about you being a synthetic or you can hide it. And I was like, cool, but baseline mechanics aren't there for synthetics. Like you have to not do panic stuff. Yeah. And it's like, that is going to be very so obvious to like everyone at the table that they're not rolling panic. Instantly, yeah. it's obvious. So it's unless, like you have to do that work to fake it. Unless you just do some meta shit where you just play as though... You'd have to do some meta shit where, like, you play as though you are affected by it and, like, you're just... Pre- like, your character, your synth is just... Yeah, you'd have pretending. to, like, fake... Yeah. yeah, that's true, but the synth doesn't have any emotions, so it doesn't yeah. care that you don't know you, that I'm not exactly. panicked. I was going to say... So, although some synths are like, I don't want to be found out, because the synths, like, majority of them, like, the newer models, yeah. they say in quotation marks, which is what, essentially, you are playing, you do want to live. You don't want to yeah, die. I don't want to live. I want to live, but I don't imagine they're going to kill me because no, I'm no. a synthetic. You know, I'm, I'm a science officer. Yeah. There's nothing about me that's dangerous other than I'm strong. Yeah, and they have that, and and like even in in aliens, it's just like, oh, this is Bishop. He's a he's a he's a he's an android. Yeah, like that, and like that's that's sort of meant to completely like uh, subvert. subvert what happened with Ash in the first mm. film, where it's like a huge reveal that it's like, oh, he was an android the whole time. They're just like this fucking guy. He's just he's part of the android. crew, man. He's yeah. great. Android. He does his android. Yeah, job. it was odd. It was yeah, odd. I think we'll get on to our final questions now. So, Aiden, yeah, rate this. Um, rate the system out of five. Yeah, would you play this game again? Yeah. Would you recommend this for new players? Okay. Uh, out of five? You can do 0.5 if you like. Fuck. Yeah, I think I'd give it... I'm th- I think I'm going to give the system a high mark. I think it's going to get a four. And the only thing that's taking away from it is the bit of the clunkiness around combat. Great. And a bit of clunkiness just around the things that we've said. Uh, what was the second question? Would you play this again? Yes, I would, without question. I would definitely play it again. Do you think this is good for new players? No. Table, tabletop role play. I don't think it's amazingly good for new players. Having said that, though, what is? Sure. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get, yeah. I get Ta- what you mean. Like, tabletop RPGing is hard. Yep. It's hard work to be stressed and to commit to a stressed environment with other people. And to, call it fun. <laughs> but, like, but, like, to call it fun, yeah, but to, to commit to being stressed in a role-playing environment I think takes a lot of work on behalf of the players and the DM. Yeah. But and, the DM's and, always involved. The players can – you could feel very awkward. I sure. can see a new player feeling quite awkward or a group of new players feeling quite awkward role-playing um, – fear and stress because reality of the situation is yeah it's spooky but i'm not a sc- i'm not scared mm-hmm. aiden isn't scared right yep. and neither was my character but if my character is also scared i'm not scared either yeah okay especially in cinematic mode where i don't really give a fuck about my character sure you know he's great and he's cool but like if he dies he dies if he so dies he if dies. he's dead he does so uh yeah i think no you wouldn't recommend for new players. No, I wouldn't recommend for new players. Well, but and that's also not. worth pointing out that I would not recommend. You're, you're a performer, Correct. Aiden, 
Fraser, you're a performer and you write for theatre. Mm. Jordan, you've played a lot of tabletop. Maybe too much, but Maybe yes. too much. So we're all pretty experienced people in like replicating emotions and like getting into characters and stuff yeah, like that. So I maybe we had a better time. I would this if I was to say my family was going to get into RPG. Let's play I wouldn't Alien. start Alien. No, I'd do a really simple D&D Dad, one the shot. Alien bisects you and you're Yeah, but like, truly, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I don't want to play. Yeah. Fuck, fuck this, mate. I'm going to see the golf. <laughs> okay, no worries, man. Jordan. Um, out of five. I'm going to go, go along the same. I think four. four. I definitely quite enjoyed it. It was quite an easy game to pick up and it didn't really take a lot of, as I said, there wasn't a lot of study. Like this great. is this is great just to throw together. Would you play this again? Um, I wouldn't do it as a campaign. I would 100% do another one shot. Yeah, I, cinematic went for sure. I actually would love to do a few different types of one shots where maybe there isn't an alien, yeah. but the whole time you're like shaking tables, just waiting for it because there's a lot of hints to it. And no, they've actually been killed off and you're actually dealing with like a synth invasion. Cool. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. something that's off center, but still have the lore of them in there. You yeah, know, sure. If you're on a planet and you're like, this whole planet was annihilated, you found all these eggs, the eggs are all dead. Like everything's gone. As a player with meta knowledge, yeah, I'm you're waiting. You're waiting for, for the alien. Yeah, I don't care if it never comes, but that horror is where that builds up. And then the moment the thing comes and it's one of your players, yeah, that would be cool. And that's yeah. again where you said like you weren't afraid. I wasn't afraid, but I was nervous for my character. That was picking up, and that stress really replicated and mm-hmm. felt really good. Yeah. Would um, you recommend this for a new player? First game, God no. For someone who's picked up. D&D has maybe done two, three sessions and they're just like biting at the bit for more. 100%. Yeah. yeah. As long as they've got a passion for the concept of rolling dice and seeing the result, which is pretty much tabletop RPGing with a little bit of acting, I think they'll have a great time. I think that, again, I watched the movie today and I was getting flashbacks because there was just sound you were bringing out and then on top of that, there was just like this generalized concept and then when I started feeling sus about you, I'm like, fuck me. This is the movie, this man. Is, this is this is the movie, man. <laughs> He's yeah. coming for me. Game over. And I think um, anyone who's likes the the, the law in yeah. general is really going to froth at the mouth for this. Fraser, out of five. Yeah, I think I think um, probably I'd give it a similar sort of rating, like three and a half or four. I, don't, I think four might for me might just be a bit too generous. I know I was sort of defending it before, but like so, like a three point seven. Three point. I'd say three point seven. 3.75. Um, 3.8. 3.8, 8, 3.9. Just because, yeah, there, there are just those things where it's like a four, like, I don't know. I I, I think it just... Um, it's because you died first. It's because it? I died and <laughs> I'm bad about it. Um, no, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I'm arguing semantics here, but I, I sort of agree with the, the sentiment of everyone else that I think it's a really interesting system. It's not without its obvious flaws, some kinks that you could probably just homebrew out. Like, it's nothing that I... I mean, I don't, I don't think it really requires, like, a full-blown rework. Yeah. You know, just say to the... To I'm like sure that they and, could do an errata to fix some of this stuff. Yeah, and, know? like, we as players... Like, if I would have played again, like, yeah, just D, D100 percentage roll. Like, yeah. let's just simple, streamline it. Especially you know? later. Like, early on. Yeah, stick with the D6s. Yeah, let's start getting above those 10 dice. Just be like, guys, you know where's the chart. Look at the chart. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Great. Yeah, you'll be fine. Um, Would you play it again? Absolutely. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Would you I recommend th- this for new players? I think... I think yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think again, similarly, like if this was your very first encounter with um, tabletop role playing, I might be sort of hesitant. Perhaps if it was more of that sort of format 
where perhaps the GM is coming in and just being like, here's your character, your best friends, your rivals. Like maybe yeah. that would be yeah, good, sure. That could be a really good way uh-huh. for a group of new players who have absolutely no experience to get their feet wet to have like those restrictions on them or just those kind of the training wheel, almost the training wheels instead of like having to, you know, they don't have to think about le- letting these things form as organically. They can come in and be like, we're friends and we'll play off that and then that can splinter off into its own thing. But I think that would be a good, I think it's a pretty simple, simple game to yeah to pick up it's a quick study i mean maybe it was quicker for us because again like if you've you know been through the rule book of dungeons and dragons it's nowhere near as intimidating um but mm. yeah i think i think i would recommend it right. um i think i'm of a similar mind 3.7 but to be honest as a dm i my experience dming i want to put that up to a four to be honest, because I, once I, once I figured out what I was meant to be doing for cinematic play, I, I felt like I wrote some pretty cool shit. Mm. Um, and I, and I walked away and I, and I was really happy with what I had done with the source material. And I was like, this is cool. This is exciting. The Novigrod station, I called it, uh, Nov, sorry, Novgrod station two is Novgrod station in the book. And it is, Material for a home base for campaign play. Ah, right. So, but there was maps. There was a bunch of interesting shit, and I was like, you know what? I can just put these people in here and see what the fuck happens. Chuck a xenomorph in there. We go. Um, and you know, I there was one thing I didn't. I wanted to explore, which I forgot and didn't do. And all that was was I was like, we've never seen. At least I haven't in watching Alien and Aliens. We've never seen like zero gravity. With the xenomorph, that was what I, something I was like going to play with them. How can I make this different? How can I do my own thing? But I never got around to it. But yeah, I think I would absolutely play this again. This would be so much fun to play cinematically. I'd love yeah. to do a cinematic one because I'd love to see. I'd like to see Fraser's alien movie. I'd love to see Jordan's alien movie, and I'd love to see Aiden's alien movie. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd love yeah. to see what each person would do with it. Um, I would recommend this for newer players mm. i would only recommend this for a new player if they've never played a tabletop before but they fucking love alien yeah yeah that's the only like then i'd be like well i've got the game for you because that's how <laughs> you might end up hating it but you'll love the lore yeah but this is the thing like i did that with supernatural i with some of my other friends um uh, my friend david got into tabletop and plays DD obsessively now because i was like you love supernatural there's a supernatural tabletop do you want to play that can I give like a ranking rank, rating so people understand how much David has gone into it? Sure. David's got, and correct me if I'm wrong because there's a few yes, people it is. David went through over COVID. COVID was like, everyone was like, I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to try and be productive. David was like, I've got a bit of spare time. I'm going to get every single monster in the monster manual, make a token for roll 20 for it so they're all free and available for my friends. And put it into both, uh, put it into alphabetical order for the whole monster manual and the extras. Yeah, yeah, he was. Fu- this he is the person who's so gone. Far I really it. like this. Fucking hell! I don't know how to. I don't know how to tiptoe into this. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna plunge pull it. <laughs> yeah, it's full on. Yeah, which so I love. We're looking at an average shot. score of three point nine five. I think if my math is about right, with a four, 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 and a three point seven five, that's around there somewhere. Yeah, Jordan, you're better I think at math that's than a me. Total fair assessment. Yeah, three yeah. three point nine is great. A great score for a new tabletop. It came out twenty twenty, I believe. I also think some of the clunkiness that we don't like. Actually, Might still adds to it though. That's yeah. the funny bit. Like and the, also, screen. Maybe the screen was uncalled for, but yeah. 
God, did it lead to some of the best parts. And also, yeah. maybe some of the clunkiness was us. Us. Yeah. <laughs> so, and making some mistakes. But yeah. And the cinematic, I don't think you're making that many that many roles back to back to back to back to back in a campaign. No, absolutely not. Um, Aiden, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I have a podcast. It's called the GMAT Podcast. It's a lot of fun. Uh, this comes out in a couple of weeks. I don't know when, but G-Stream is a charity stream that we do, tw- a 12-hour stream. Uh, that is happening while I quickly check my calendar because I'm vamping. I'm vamping on the 24th of September. 24. This is going to be out well past that. It might not. I might try and streamline and get it out there because we want some content out. Um, so. But if you, it is before the 24th of September, go to twitch.tv forward slash the real GMAT. And donate some money for the children. Wonderful. John, you got anything you want to plug for us today? No, as you said, I play a lot of D&D and I don't do a lot of shows. So I'm going to plug uh, all things tabletop. Please buy a bunch of dice, become a goblin, enjoy yourselves. 100%. Get your money. Get those clickety-clackety rocks going. (laughs) Great. Fraser? Uh, I mean, like, I've got a... I've got a show coming on. Uh, it's got nothing to do with tabletops. It's a depressing murder mystery Ooh. play uh, that happened 100 years ago. But, uh, yeah, I, it's a play that I wrote. Uh, my wife is directing it. Uh, it's going to be on at uh, Victorian College of the Arts. Uh, I don't know the dates off the top of my head. 15th to the 17th of Thank September. You. Thank you. I'm glad someone knows what my wife is doing. That's the best thing about being... I got married in April, and the best thing about being married is now I can finally say those jokes. Uh-huh. Now, I, now once we wrap them, I have to go home to my fucking wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, I no, think that's I a great place. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a great place to cut me off. Like. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much and uh we'll see you next time bye say bye hello everyone it is me jesse just with some quick messages first of all i want to say a big thank you to aiden for coming along and helping me run this season while will is out um taking care of his beautiful new daughter um it was a great help um and he really got me through that because i was really stressed about this system really early on but uh having aiden there was really a great help we have a little bonus season coming up for you next where we'll manage to do a little solo rpg so enjoy that it's just a sneaky little uh treat there for you in between seasons and next season we will be doing cyberpunk red we know we said we were doing this quite a while ago but unfortunately things just got in the way with cyberpunk and we really wanted to do it right so both will and i really wanted to do it together as well so cyberpunk red will be our next season and stay tuned we are hoping to get some organized content for halloween coming up so stay tuned for that as well have a good one and we'll see you next season tabletop unknown